0: Section 45 of Essays on Art This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shreya Sethi Essays on Art by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe Translated by Samuel Gray Ward Section 45 Upon Dilettantism Part 2 the artist is born so he is by nature a privileged person he is obliged to practise something that every one cannot do like him and yet he cannot be thought of as alone neither would be alone the work of art calls for men to enjoy it and for wider participation in it all men have an inexpressible inclination for the enjoyment of works of art The nearest participator would be the true connoisseur, would have a lively and full enjoyment. As great as any, nay, greater. Because he sees at the same time the cause and effect. Transition to practical dilettantism. Man experiences and enjoys nothing without forthwith becoming productive. This is the most central property of human nature. Nay, it may be said it is human nature itself unconquerable impulse to the same. The passion for imitation has no connection with inborn genius for these things. Example of children, they are allured by every species of activity that comes before their eyes. Soldiers, players, rope dancers. They take an object impossible for them to attain, such as they see attained only by the practice and capacity of riper years. Their means become their aims aim of children mere sport opportunity to exercise the passions how near the resemblance between them and dilettantes dilettantism of women dilettantism of rich people dilettantism of people of quality is a sign of certain degree of progress all dilettantes take hold of art on the weak side by the weekend immediate wish to exhibit fancy pictures passion instead of earnestness relation of dilettantism to pedantry handicraft dilettantic state of the artist where lies the distinction a higher or lower degree of empiricism false praise of dilettantism unjust blame means by which the dilettant can find his proper place born artists prevented by circumstances from cultivating themselves we have already accepted a rare case many dilettantes flatter themselves they are of this class but with them there is always a false direction which comes to nothing they do little good to themselves to artists or to art but on the contrary much harm yet neither man the artist nor art can forego an enjoying understanding and in some measure practical participation object of the present writing difficulty of execution brief description of an embodied dilettantism the philosophers needed the schoolmasters benefit for the next generation dilettantism presupposes art as botch-work does handicraft idea of artist in opposition to dilettante practice of art scientifically adoption of an objective art legitimate progress and advancement calling and profession connection with the world of art and artists schools the dilettante does not hold the same relation to all the arts all the arts have an objective and a subjective side and according as one or the other of these is predominant The dilettante has value or not where the subject of itself is of great importance the dilettante must and can approximate to the artist for instance oratory lyrical poetry music dance where the reverse is the case there is a more marked distinction between artist and dilettante as in architecture the arts of design epic and dramatic poetry art itself gives laws and commands the time. Dilettantism follows the lead of the time. When masters in art follow a false taste, the dilettante expects so much the sooner to reach the level of art. The dilettante, receiving his first impulse to self-production from the effect of works of art on him, confounds these effects with the objective causes and motives, and would now make the state of feeling he has been put into productive and practical, as if, out of the fragrance of flowers one should try to reproduce flowers themselves the speaking to the feelings the last effect of all poetical organization but which presupposes the concurrence of the whole of art seems to the dilettante to be the thing itself and out of it he endeavors to produce in general the dilettante in his ignorance of himself puts the passive in the place of the active and because he receives a lively impression from effects thinks of these impressed effects to produce other effects end of section 45 recording by shreya sethi